This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. It's like the week started, and it's like, oh, wait, NBA draft this week. And the markets have been moving, and we've been pleased to see that there have been more and more offerings uh, popping up at various sports books throughout the week. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, let's bring in Anthony Amico. Been looking forward to this conversation. Make sure you are following him on Twitter, A-M-I-C-S-T-A. Anthony, you were all over it with the NFL draft, and I was pleased to see that uh, you've been on it, betting into the NBA draft markets. Uh, Was that always the plan after the NFL draft, that when the NBA one popped up, since we have more sports books, more things to bet on, that that you would jump in with the NBA? Yeah, no, first of all, thanks for having me on. Uh, Always good to talk to you guys. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we talked – Around NFL draft time, these information markets being really profitable for betters, uh, definitely something that people can always kind of attack. And, you know, I, I kind of dabbled a little bit in the NBA draft the last couple of years. Uh, but like you said, with the books kind of really opening up, I thought this would be a, a great year to, to dive in a little harder and, uh, you know, see what we can make of it. Anthony, when you look at the upcoming NBA draft tomorrow night, is that, does this feel like a difficult one to project? Is this one um, just based on what you've heard, seen, learned uh, with this group of prospects coming in, the teams at the top? Does it feel uh, pretty easy at the top? You, just your, your, your read on trying to project this draft in terms of one, two, three, four, let's say the first four or five picks, difficult, easy. What, what do you make of um, uh, how this might go tomorrow night? Yeah, I mean, the first few picks, I think, are pretty much locked in at this point. Kate Cunningham is expected to go one. I mean, it's not even really bettable at this point. It's like minus 10,000. Um, and then, you know, Green, Jalen Green and Evan Mobley are huge favorites to be the next two picks. I mean, Jalen Green, they just had – there's pictures overnight of him, like, taking Tillman for Tita's, you know, private jet and stuff like that. Like, that seems pretty much done. Uh, Evan Mobley seems to be the next best player according to virtually everyone. So I think it really starts to get interesting at four, where I think Jalen Suggs is a prohibitive favorite, but Scotty Barnes is kind of sneaking in there. And then if Barnes, you know, whichever of those guys doesn't go four, we'll go five. So I feel like the top five players in this draft are, are really well set. Uh, and then from there, I guess it gets a little more interesting. But, you know, I would say overall the information this year has been excellent, you know, with the COVID stuff kind of like relaxing. Uh, the reporters and the beats have been all over it. I mean, I think the reporting has been excellent this year. And, uh, you know, I feel pretty good about, about what's going to happen tomorrow night. All right, Anthony, before we dive into some bets, let's uh, let's help the people out with process a little bit more. Uh, tell us, what are you looking at? Which, which uh, beat writers or NBA uh, insiders are you paying attention to? Do certain mocks matter and others not? Uh, and also price-wise, is there a price where you say, okay, it's gone too far. 
I'm walking away. I'm not going to lay something like that. Yeah, so I looked at a pretty wide selection of mocks when things start in, like, June. And I would say now, like, this week for people listening, like, I'm paying mostly – most of my attention is going to the guys that I consider to be, like, the main insiders on the NBA and the draft. Uh, Jonathan Gavoni of ESPN, uh, Sam Vecini of The Athletic, um, you know, a couple of their guys, Wasserman, Wu, uh, KOC at The Ringer. Uh, those are like the core five guys that I'm probably looking at in terms of the information. They're super plugged in. Uh, they have a lot of resources and they're updating their stuff really frequently this week, which is probably the most important part for us. So mm-hmm. I'm really dialed in to, to all that. Um, and, and then I think when it comes to the, the best and the pricing, like there's going to be some things that like they can't really price it high enough for you, for it to not be, like a, a plus EV bet. Like I would say like Evan Mobley right now at a couple of different books still probably isn't priced up enough to be the number three pick. Like I think he's still minus 200 on points bet. Like to me, he has a way better chance than, you know, 67% to be the third pick. So something like that, like I'm definitely willing to lay, uh, you know, really, really short odds to, uh, you know, to make a hundred bucks or, or, you know, whatever your unit size is. Uh, some of these over-unders, you know, I may be a little less aggressive in terms of the price, uh, especially right now since a lot of those markets have become more efficient. So the over-under stuff, I'm really looking to hit more this week on news. Um, you know, I think the best times to get those bets is when they open. I mean, you know, the, these things have like a month or maybe a, a couple weeks to mature. Uh, and usually if you can get those lines early and you feel like you have good information, you know, that'll, that'll bear out in the number over the course of, you know, draft season. Anthony, let's dive into some of your favorite plays for tomorrow night. Like when, when you look at this draft, um, you, your favorite plays in terms of over-unders or draft position, which sticks out to you as, as the best bets? Yeah, so stuff that you can bet right now that I really like. Uh, first, I like Isaiah Jackson over 18 and a half. I'm uh, pretty sure you can get that, you know, points bet DraftKings. Like pretty much all the major books have it. Um, you know, Jackson was someone that was projected maybe to be a little closer to the lottery earlier in the process, but, you know, doesn't really play a lot of offense. Um, there's a bunch of other bigs that are maybe a little bit better on defense or, you know, project to have higher upside. It seems like Jackson's fighting into the twenties and the twenties and all the major mocks from the insiders I mentioned earlier. Uh, so I like that. Um, another big man that I think is kind of going the other way is Alperin Sengun, the Turkish center. Uh, I kind of think that at this point his floor is the 12th pick with the Spurs. Uh, he could go 8 to the Magic. He could go 9 to the Kings. Uh, he could go 11 uh, to Charlotte. Uh, and then I think the Spurs at 12 is probably his floor. So under 12 and a half, I like on Shangun as well. Uh, very good. Anthony Amico with us. This is BQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio talking about tomorrow night's NBA draft and how you can bet it and where there's still some value on the board. And uh, if we look at the top, um, I was just glancing at some of those mocks that uh, you're paying attention to, Anthony. It seems like um, the mocks are much lower on Keon Johnson than the market. What do you think about over uh, 12 and a half? Anything on Keon Johnson? Yeah, it's definitely one that I've kind of circled. I mean, I got it. The, the issue with some of this stuff is, like, for me, like, if I get it early, I'm not really looking to bet it as much late. So, like, I have some, you know, over eight and a half already. I don't know if I want to dive into 12 and a half um, because I think it starts getting a little dicier. Um, he could go as high as 12. He could go as late as maybe, like, the mid-20s at this point. 
So you definitely have a longer runway, I would say. Um, if you have no action on it yet, over 12 and a half isn't a bad number, um, but I'm probably not looking to pay more than like minus 150 on it. Um, Anthony, Franz Wagner is an interesting one. You can find him at nine and a half over under draft position. You have him in your mock at nine to the Kings. We, we talked a little bit yesterday in the show about maybe Sacramento as a spot for him. Uh, nine and a half on Franz Wagner. Why do you like the under there? Well, all the reports are pretty much that he has what, what basically amounts to like a soft promise from the Kings. I mean, the Kings are still trying to maybe trade that pick, so it's not you know a hard promise where Wagner's been shot uh, shut down. He's still been uh, working out for other teams, uh, but you know Gavoni seems to think that he could go as high as seven to Golden State. So seven, eight, nine definitely seems to be his range, uh, and under nine and a half as a result uh, seems pretty good. Uh, have you jumped in with any of these other props, like the exact order for the first three, first four? There are draft matchups available. Will uh, a specific player be drafted in the top ten? Are you going into that or sticking mostly with over-unders? Yeah, the, the, I mean, points that still has that one, two, three exact, uh, Cunningham, Green, Mobley, minus 193, I like that. But, you know, obviously you can still get Mobley alone at minus 200, so I would prefer that as a bet. Uh, I think as, like, those odds – grow. I mean, if, if Mobley were to jump up to minus 300 on his own, you know, then I'm looking back to that exact. So it's a little bit of a balancing act, I think, with how we look at, you know, those first three picks versus like their individuals. I, I like to kind of just take the least restrictive path on those. Um, the first four, I'm not as enthusiastic about just because I do think that Barnes is live to go fourth. And I don't really love the idea of necessarily betting both. Um, you know, in terms of the draft matchups, you can still get Shangun, who I mentioned earlier, against Jalen Johnson, who's another faller uh, for about minus 155. I think that's a good price. Um, a bunch of the more profitable uh, kind of matchups, I think, have been moved or, or taken down. Uh, but that's that's the one that I would say I like the most right now. Anthony, Trey Murphy is one that I, I've been looking at here. Is over under. You can find it at 19 and a half. You got to pay a little bit on the, the juice um, for him to go under, but. I saw you have him at 17. I mean, look, at he's a shooter that shoots over 40% from downtown, shoots over 90% from the free throw line. Like, to me, in the, in the modern NBA, that kind of player is not going to follow the 20s. Your, your thought process on, on Trey Murphy, and um, do you like him under 19.5 tomorrow night? Yeah, it's a good number. I mean, uh, it opened a little bigger. It's kind of restricted, but I think 19.5 is still good. It's hard to see any of the premier shooters in the draft getting past the Knicks at 19. It seems like They've been trying to actively move up to kind of secure one of these guys. Um, and you mentioned, I mean, Murphy's been a really hot name. Uh, the reports over the last couple of days have been that the teams think he's the biggest snub of the guys not invited to the green room uh, for the draft. Uh, and like you said, the shooting is such a high commodity right now. I think 19 and a half is a good number. If it drops to 18 and a half, which I've seen in a couple of spots, I'm probably staying away. But I think getting that, 19th spot with the Knicks. It adds a lot of security and it makes it a good bet. Helping you bet tomorrow's NBA draft with Anthony Amico here on BetQL Daily, Joe O and Joe G. And uh, one thing that I did notice, Anthony, is once you go further down, we, we take a look at the mocks and then the over-unders that are set for guys projected to go into the 30s, the 40s, into the second round, uh, you have these massive discrepancies with uh, some of the most respected mocks out there. Are you betting into that or so unpredictable? It only takes one. You, you just stay away. 
Yeah, I'm a lot more conservative with this stuff. I mean, I, I feel like we can get such better information in the first round, and really particularly the lottery is so heavily reported on. Uh, I'm more one to kind of make my money there. I feel like in the second round it gets complicated, not just because of kind of like the variance in where teams or players may be projected to go, but, you know, some of the contract negotiation stuff matters too. I mean, teams talk to the agents uh, about like the kind of contract that they may be willing to sign as a second rounder. Like, are they going to take the four-year minimum? Are they going to sign the one-year tender? Um, you know, and teams may not want to draft guys simply because of the contract that they will or won't sign in their draft range. So I think, I think there's just ultimately too many variables to deal with any kind of certainty on those guys. Um, outside of maybe like, you know, every now and then you got a number that pops up on a guy where you're like, oh, like he's actually a fringe first rounder and we can get his number in the 40s. Like that's something that maybe I'm a lot more willing to bet on. But guys who are like stone second rounders, I'm pretty much not touching. Anthony, if there's a name or a team or there's something that will kind of jump out tomorrow night that may surprise people in terms of uh, where someone is picked, how high they are, how far they drop. Where might, where might the surprise be? Where, where do you have your eye on something that people might not be looking at? The betting market might be surprised at tomorrow night. Yeah, so the big name, I think, that has been kind of rumbled as maybe sneaking into the top 10 has been Dyer Williams out of Stanford. He's someone who really dropped a lot throughout the process, didn't have a very good season. Um, but there's a lot of contextual factors that I think went into that. Uh, you know, Obviously, Stanford had a very unique situation being on the road. Um, he lost, I believe, a couple family members to COVID during the season. So there's a lot of reasons to, you know, kind of excuse his freshman year at Stanford. And, you know, teams are going back to his high school tape. Teams have brought him in for workouts. And it sounds like he's a name that's maybe back on the rise. So he's been talked about as high as eight to uh, the Magic. Uh, and you can still get him to go in the top ten at like four to one or longer. So if you're itching to make, you know, one of those longer odds bets, you know, just bet a little to maybe win a lot, that's somewhere that I think you can go uh, and have a realistic chance to cash. Uh, Anthony Miko, Anthony, anything else that uh, you have not mentioned, maybe a bet you like or, or maybe a piece of advice uh, for approaching uh, betting the NBA draft? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the best piece of advice is just to be um, you know, be tight, but be aggressive. You know, if you find news that you think is really good or that kind of steams through, like we had on Monday with the, the Memphis trade, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, they're trading up for Josh Giddy. You know, we got we to gotta get the Josh Giddy props and we got to hit him as best as we can. Um, so you really want to make sure that you're paying attention to the, the big news that matters. We could get, you know, more leaks and more reports over the next 48 hours or so. And you know, those are going to be really profitable bets because the numbers likely aren't going to be set uh, to that news. Anthony Amico established the run in Fantasy Pros on Twitter at AmicSTA. Thank you, Anthony. Best of luck tomorrow, right? Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right. Good stuff from Anthony. It's hard to find people that uh, have some insight that have been following these these markets for weeks instead of just taking a look this week and um, and not realizing where the prices have been if they're, if it is truly a missed opportunity. Yeah, yesterday, and he 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 basically thought this as well. I mean, yesterday you could find minus one twenty on Cunningham, Green, Mobley, one two three on points bet. I I haven't seen or heard on it from either of our guests any reason, Joe, why that won't be the yeah. top three tomorrow night. That seems like a pretty good, yeah, pretty good feeling on that one two three with those three guys. Uh, I, 
Are you going to be unplugging tomorrow? You're you're off tomorrow. Are you going to w- take in the NBA draft? So tomorrow night is not quite the unplugging like the camp thing. I, I I will pay attention. I don't know if I'm going to watch every minute, but I, I just want to see does anyone trade for Ben Simmons tomorrow night? That, that's how I'm <laughs> get him out. Just get him out. You don't you don't even care. You just need him off the team. Even I need you're him not out. Gonna, you're not going to be play, seeing basketball for months and months. But you need I need him, him out. out. All right, all right. Well, let's find out about lightning bets. That is next. Vic Choksi will have the model play of the day, so keep it locked on the BetQL Network.